Hey everyone, this is Mike from the Asover Podcast here. Just wanted to show you a sneak preview of our brand new song, Albatross. Just try. single albatross on spotify apple music or wherever you stream your music i'd like to begin by saying fuck lance armstrong i've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has we were somewhere around barstow on the edge of the desert when the drugs began to take hold This song is in 17.8, so try to tap your foot to it. Jake Bus. Who the fuck is that guy? That was God disguised as Michael. I mean, you're the star of this Truman show. Mm, shut up, Jake, because it's time for the Astrovert Podcast. <laughs> Shrek, my guy. Which one? The first one. The OG. Oh, I haven't seen that in so long. The good long. one. I haven't seen sad. that in so long. The second one's good, too. The second one is very good, The second good one's too. good, too. I think the third one was wild. I, I've never seen the fourth one. I heard the third. I don't remember the third one. I believe the third one was the first one with Antonio Banderas as the cat. I think that was the second one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Jesus. The third one had Justin Timberlake. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't see the third one. Yeah. This is, I don't know which one this is, but this is one of the Astrovert podcasts. This is the Shrek's the Shrek's Overt podcast. Yeah, this is, this is Shrek 1 of Astrovert podcast right. with Jake and Mike. Welcome in. Hello. 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 We should start numbering these episodes. We're up there. We we absolutely are. Go ahead. That stat that you sent me was very specific and odd. I was listening to a podcast and the guys had two guests on that do a technology podcast mm-hmm. and they were talking about um they were talking about the business of podcasting and how people think it's dying and that's actually 100% not true. Like, there's just a lot of shows don't keep going. Yeah. Like, the the number of shows that make it... Like I said, it's like... it's like You said, like, eight episodes is, like, the, the average. average. That yeah. seems like not a lot. Yeah. Like, like it's like 75% of podcasts do not last more than six months. That's That does not seem like a lot of episodes. It's not. Though. Like, that's nothing... Even, like, if you were trying to do anything... But think of for any, like, any, just look at us, idiots, right? Yeah. Like, and we picked up a mic, like, 14 months ago, and we just started talking into it. Yeah. A lot, what happens to a lot of people is they start doing that, and they realize, one, how hard it actually is to talk for 90 minutes, and, like, be cogent and interesting, but at the same time, not pretend, like... Cogent? Um, like, well-spoken. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll add that to the, <laughs> the vocabulary. Cogent. Yeah, and just like, like how many people do you want to listen to talk for 90 minutes? It's a tough skill, and a lot of people will pick up the mic and realize, oh, I can't do this. That's interesting. Yeah. I guess I just didn't think like talking to somebody was hard. It's not. Not hard, but I guess to keep, to keep it interesting, to keep it going. I Maybe guess I'm I pe- too far in my in my own head then. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, like I said. But you're an interesting person. That's also why. Yeah. Well, most of this is just like what we do without having a microphone in front of our face. So that's my point. We're interesting people. Yeah. Most people aren't. We're super interesting. Exactly. I'm so interesting. Fuck them. God, I'm so interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So, um. This is a hard thing to do, though. Yeah. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. I mean, I've got, I got that. I think I got the editing down pat already. You're very good. Uh, no, no, we are very good. I recommend it for us. Oh yeah, hundred percent, wholeheartedly. <laughs> we should definitely keep doing right. this. Most people shouldn't. You, I, I think I don't know if I, te- I text you about it, but you don't know how psyched I was when I was like figuring out like how to do fade ins and fade outs. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. When I finally did it, I feel so stupid, but it's like I'm like, I, I like this because. It's actually, so easy. I actually like doing the editing because it's okay. like I'm learning how to do it yeah. slowly. And it reminds me of something that, um, oh, what's that? Restart required. Being Get out of here. Um, the uh, reminds me of something that uh, Matt McWilliams told me how, because I, I, I talked to him about, it might have been about recording or just sound engineering. <clears throat> and his advice was always like, the way that he learned it was you just go until you run into a problem and then you figure out that problem and then it never becomes a problem again. Like, yeah, I guess that's what having a hobby is really like, that's all right. That's I, I, after figuring out that, like that thing, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it now. (laughs) And I'm glad you like the editing because like, I'd already knew how to do it from doing the show with John. So it came like, easy to me and mm-hmm. i don't want to say boring but i just like i know how much time i put into editing that show and in the end it really didn't matter and that's why i don't like editing podcasts okay yeah i'm looking i look at it as as like a small small test to just get because i want to learn how to do recording myself right so this is just a part of it part of it yeah just another learning learning process i guess going Creating into it media yeah Although I do need to figure out, and I think a lot, <laughs> I hate, like, my my setup is so uh, poor, uh-huh. both in how it is and the amount of money that I have <laughs> to do so with it. Because all I have is my Yeti, ca- that Yeti caster, which plugs into the, um, into the, uh, the, is like a USB that plugs into my laptop. But for whatever reason, I don't know how to turn off the microphone on the laptop. So, like... For like the, when I did put a piece of tape over it, <laughs> Is that, that's not how that works. <laughs> but like when I was trying to record that <clears throat> that little bit at the beginning, I was like I initially put on the song and then narrowed it down as I was going. But then I noticed that when I would shift the vocals for some reason, the vocals still picked up on the track that I uploaded the MP3 on. Okay, and um, and so I was like, I do still don't understand why it's doing that, but that's that's the reason why I've had a hard time recording with that thing is because the I basically have to go in kind of blind because I can't, I don't have any feedback because if I have the the speakers on so I can hear what's going on, the speakers will pick up the microphone that's on the computer and then start a, a, a loop. Yeah. And then it'll start just making really horrible screeching sounds. So I end up muting one of the two things. So I'll like mute my entire computer 
and then talk into the microphone and then mute the microphone and turn the computer back on so they don't start feeding back at each other. Oh, what a mess. It's There's fr- got to be a way to fix this. And I think a lot of it, like I said, I think it's just because I have the, uh, it's just the Yeti's plugging into the USB. Like once I, once I get a mix board, then I can kind of divvy out the different like channels accordingly, but just got to work the jank way until I figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds like such a bizarre. T- it I sounds know. like so much work. I know. Well, we had the same issues when we first started. Too. Yeah, like, I was all just going to bring that up. All that weird nonsense that we'd go through. It's like we had to just figure out a way to get around it without actually figuring out how to fix it. Do you it. remember, like, we did three or four episodes with that mixer board? Mm-hmm. And then it just stopped working, and we were doing everything the same way. But it just was now no yeah. longer interested. Yeah, in this like, podcast, like nah, I don't like this. He walked off the job. Sorry. Like- <laughs> What's this version two? So <laughs> call come back when you got more. And that's money. when we got involved with a company called Zoom. Yeah, and that's that's been a tumultuous relationship. It really Let has. Me this say. company owes me money. <laughs> this company owes me money. <laughs> I also use their cameras. I'm so tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> there are just some companies. God damn. They're like one of the... Well, it's like... I mean, Zoom, is is it a big brand or is it one of those sort of offshoot of like... Like a Zoom, is it like an offshoot of a GoPro? Like the knockoff cheaper version? I don't think it's a knock... I don't think it's a knockoff though because I think it's better. Okay. Because the Zoom camera is made more for us because the microphone is ridiculous. Like if we used a GoPro, yeah, that's true. The during a band that, practice, it would not sound like. That. I, I would every time you like a lot of those shows. I'm very surprised at how well it sounds. Right, I'm. Sh- that's. I think that's part of my fascination with watching all those videos, is I'm fascinated by how well it sounds, knowing how, how much effort I put into that. Big fat goose egg. <laughs> <laughs> we just you just got to get like a 4K version. I I have the option to shoot 4K with those cameras. Oh, you should always shoot 4K. Yeah, the thing is, it depends on the lighting with the 4K cameras. <laughs> I sh- was shooting some 4K. You know what? I shot... I sh- <laughs> Stop going in and out of that voice. I can't. It's That's how my brain works. <laughs> I will be walking around, and then I'll see something, and I'll start thinking in Trump. I have something funny to show you. Okay. Or you can do it now if you. I don't want to derail what whatever you were just looking. I up. was just gonna try to really quickly pull up, because um, the last thing I filmed at practice was 4K. Oh yeah, I want to I see what this looks like. But on my phone, it looked like shit. So I think it was. I thought it was the lighting or something. I think I look better in lower resolution. Okay. Yeah. So like, well, please hold. Oh, that doesn't look. Too bad. Let me make it broadcast in 1080. Really? Oh no. I don't even need to play this video. I just wanted to show you the. Oh my god. (laughs) I don't know if I'll ever be able to stop this video now, boys. This is a problem. (laughs) This is a problem. This is a very big problem. (laughs) This is. You remember we were just talking about how good we are at making a, at producing a show? So and we don't even know how to pull Google up. <laughs> so, so the the um, the tab that had this open disappeared. 
and it's still playing in the background and we can't pull it back up so there's we might just potentially be listening to this entire song <laughs> this is incredible determined to defeat this no, machine we're letting this roll we we talked about how professional we are we're gonna make sure that everyone knows this song is fun Ooh, vocals I don't think you can re-pull it up can you I have no idea. <laughs> just had to stop the computer. <laughs> just shut it down. Shut her down. We're gonna hope. We're gonna just turn the that uh, the gain down on that one for a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'll show you the thing trick. that I wanted to show you. Well, you can't show me shit for about four it, minutes. Can't do it now. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did the recording go? The f- recording was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Simon, uh, our engineer, Simon. Do you know what's funny? I actually don't know. What the studio's name was? Really? Yeah, I we never really addressed it or anything. I'll pull up um, the Instagram. I think yeah. I, I feel like I saw something. Where? Uh, I I know. Boom, I'm. Doom, doom, boom, boom. I thought I thought I saw something that like. Uh, he posted something, but I just don't remember. I re- I remember looking at it, but like the the th- you know when you look at the name of the person uh, at, at the top of their Instagram, it was all like a weird. Yeah. It was all weird lettering or uh, a weird font that uh, made it difficult to figure out what the hell it even said. Tunnel of Reverb, I believe, is what it is called. What is it? Tunnel of Reverb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he like he like sells like uh, what's yeah, it called? and he does guitar pedal. Um, there you go. Yeah, you found him. You got it over there. Damn it. Um, no, that's he not also it. does reviews of guitar pedals on YouTube. He's got a he's got insane pedal collection yeah 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 he's a shoegazer boy maybe so yeah how did the um the process go how did how did you record your drums did backtracking did you jam with them um so we played we jammed together with a scratch track and to get the click in which was actually a pain in the ass um only because i haven't played to a click in like five years yeah so it was just tough doing it again and then on top of that, like, like just little things. Like, one of my toms broke. The, mo- the mounting arm is broken. Yeah, screw fell off. So, like, as I was setting up, I had to decide, okay, now I'm going to use an octobon here. So I'm aiming at something four inches smaller and just sounds different. So, like, I, my head my head was in a little weird place at first, and I was trying to get comfortable with everything. I gotcha. And I wasn't playing the kid I had played that song on for the last six weeks. So really quick, when you when you said you you played a live scratch track to the click, where did you have the click and everyone was following you, or yeah. did everyone have the click? Everyone had the click. Okay. You know what? I don't know. Actually, no. I was the only one who had the click. I apologize. Okay, and they were just that makes. I mean, that makes sense that you would at least you would have it. Yeah. Okay. That makes so much more sense because they didn't have monitors on or anything. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They they might have heard the click in the monitors in the cuz they were in the control room. Mhm. Um so they might have heard it out of there. Cuz like I know I I or I'm pretty sure I heard it when like when like Nick was doing vocals. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they probably did hear it. And then after the click you recorded over your drums. Um we ended up getting enough takes that I was cool with where we didn't because getting to the um it was just like one part that we kept messing up on mm-hmm. and we couldn't it was like two or three measures and it just the timing got weird and I always slowed down. And then I got right back to the click. So we have like six or seven takes for 
um, most of the song, and then that one part, I got that one song or that one part right the last time, and that's when we were like, okay, we're fine. Okay, so you just used the drums that you played for the scratch track? And then, yeah, because it, it, well, it, it kind of went seamlessly from scratch track into me recording, but at the same time, like, I think Johnny didn't stop playing. He he kept playing the song over and over. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to just think of what a good way when we record. As long as I practice to a click, it's fine. Okay. What I would probably do is record the scratch, record a scratch track with you. And then just play over it. Okay. Which would be the pref- preferential way. Yeah. Well, I think I did before. Sorry. That Heath bar. You're Terrible fine. idea. Oh, it's so chewy. Yeah. It just gets <sighs> stuck in my teeth. You're um, so professional. I know. I, I want I want the viewers to know my struggles. We get a, We should have a piss count every uh, podcast. Oh, one in one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, even one abrupt ending. <laughs> and we've been going for like 15 minutes. I know. Have we? I don't know. No. Anyway. Um, but yeah, That's I mean, three this, plus 12. I, I have to go. I have to go. I'm going to talk to Kyle at some point this week, hopefully. And I think I'm just going to, I think I told you, I'm just going to lay down the scratch tracks with the click and then without it. Yes. So then you have something you can, like a, something that will A to practice with, but just to get used to hearing it with the click in case we do it like that and as, as well as you know you like how you guys just did it yeah um but yeah so everything everything went smooth it really was it was a great experience um i probably need how many songs do you guys do one okay we just did a single we'll do eight next time we go okay yeah we're just like feeling out mm-hmm. and we needed it like we didn't know we didn't we didn't even think about a metronome until like two days before this happened. Oh, really? Yeah. And then we were at practice, and uh, our bassist was like, "Yeah, we're gonna probably record to a click." And I was like, "Oh, damn! Oh no! I wish I would have known that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish I would have thought about that. I should have known." Hmm. But should have asked me. Yeah. Oh, well, you've I talked been, like, about you went it. on that shit. Yeah, I love I love playing the clicks. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I I like being wrangled in. Because I can hear, there's there's been times where I've written stuff, and I haven't noticed that I'm changing the tempo until I started playing the click. See, I don't mind when tempos change. I, I think in many great classic songs they do, and that's fine. I think I'm okay with it to an extent. I don't like constant changing. My mm-hmm. le- my oh, I agree with that, but I think like. Like when we do a certain part live, I'll will slow parts down or speed parts up depending on what they are. Oh, I know. Yeah, because I think that's tastier to listen to. Tasty. Yeah. Oh my God, why do I keep eating this deep part? I don't know. This was a personal decision you made. It's so good. Is it? Yeah, I think maybe I'm just like a chocolate masochist. Okay. Or a toffee masochist. There we go. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. Toffing. <laughs> now you're toffing. Here's the name of the episode. Now you're tough. I hope not. I hope that's not what you choose to go with. Mm, we'll see. You've usurped me in all of those duties. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a chair? I mean, I'm pretty good. Okay. You let me know. Yeah. I thought you don't like sitting in 
talking. I don't, but my fucking legs hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want to sit down. <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear the finished product. I'm excited to hear the finished product. The, uh, the raw stuff you showed me sounded really good. Spoilers. Your, your, well, I mean. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm just, I just want to hear that snare, man. That snare's tasty, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's real nice. It's real nice. The um, So I would totally use him to do our drums. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we were going to, I wouldn't, I, w- I want to hear what the final product sounds like. Fair. Not that, not to like sway me away from it. Oh, right. But like, it sounding like that, I will say it, it sounding like that, I, um, I like what I can hear. There are things that I don't like, but again, it's not mixed. It's not final. So once I, once I hear the final thing, I'll have, I have a much better idea of that yeah the raw sounds though the raw yeah the like i said even like they said the snare sounds great the bass drum sounds really good uh i feel like the 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 cymbals get drowned out but that's more they do that's more just mixing they also need to get drowned out a little because of how much i hit them them 22 that fucking hi-hat man (laughs) oh the new one yeah i'm I'm absolutely in love with it nice yeah is it just hyper aggressive no, it's a little deeper. It's a little smoother. Okay. It's easier to do intricate stuff on it. It sounds less tinny than my other ones. No, no, I don't, I remember I know nothing about symbols. Right. The dents in the symbol. You are you are in the right place to learn about symbols. Good. The dents in the symbol. Is that what deepens the tone? Um usually tone also has to do with weight of the symbol, but yes, any little rivet or divot in a symbol will change how it how air bounces off of it so it'll change its sound. Okay, and I'm assuming they're all strategically placed. Yes. That must have been an uh expensive trial and error. I mean, yeah, you, especially because like I can go online and listen to all these symbols and be like this sounds great. This sounds great. This sound And this has happened. I've bought I've bought in. I have bought in bought-in. so many symbols that are like top of the line symbols. That when I put it into my blend, I'm like, no, this ain't it. Well, I feel like hearing it online and hearing it in person are going to be two totally different things. No, they've gotten very good at that. And you can go into Guitar Center and whack some of these these bad Larrys. Oh, yes. Did you watch, <laughs> I think I told you about uh, uh, Fred Armiston's special, like it's called like Stand Up for Drummers. You did tell me. I did not watch it. There's a scene where he talks about that with like when drummers are cymbal shopping. He's yeah. like, you ever go to the Guitar Center? It's like they're t- they're like trying fine wine. And they're just He's just walking around like slowly tapping like the edge of every No, cymbal. that's exactly, the, that's the move. <coughs> yeah, that's great. Fred Armistice is right. Mm-hmm. That you should watch that. That that special is really good. I have a long list of things I should watch and that his, I need to get to. I think you'll that just I know like, I need to get to. I think you'll just like the end of it because it doesn't seem like it's the end is like a joke, but like the way the stage is set up, there's a line of drum sets, and he has a bit where he talks about drumming throughout the decades and like style of drums they use, how they played, all this other stuff leading all the way into like the 80s and late 90s or 2000s and shit. Okay. It's really, really cool. Sounds cool. Like that part isn't Honestly. like, a, it. I, I don't remember that part in particular being funny, but I also think it was just because I was very fascinated in the idea right. of it. Right. You like that. Yeah, I got swept so up in that. I'd love to hear about it. Um, there's still, I think, one more symbol missing in my blend. Yeah. A one I used to have that I no longer have that I desperately need to reacquire. Which was what? The 18-inch Meinl Byzance 
Those sound extra like extra dry, words. thin, medium thin crash. Extra dry, thin, medium yeah, thin. Yeah, it's nasty. It's nasty, <laughs> and I miss it so much. So, like a good example would be like the Sabian HHX series, top of the line. one of the two or three best series of symbols you can get. I don't like them. Why is that? They don't fit m- the rest of my sound, which is very dry and washy, so I can use it multiple times. Okay. You know, if you... So, like, a lot of the bands you listen to use, like, Zildjian A Customs or Sabian AAXs where they're very bright and washy and loud and long-ringing and higher-pitched. Whereas a good example of the symbols I'm describing is like that is what Matt Gartska from Animals as Leaders uses. He uses all minor dry shit. Okay. So it's very like it's so much easier to use them as accents because of how they decay and how they sound. Where none of them really sound like these big crashes that keep going. It just kind of sounds like a hit and we keep it moving. Okay. That's really recorded. Like live standing next to it. Like, where you're standing listening to me play, you're still going to hear the ring. But when you hear it in a mix or if you hear it in an audience, those cymbals sound disgusting. Interesting. I guess I'll have to, you'll have to send me an example. Like, you said the Animals as Leaders guy. Yeah. He drives oh, like that. Hold him up. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to look at, um, um, like, an example of somebody who uses the opposite. Because at least what I'm thinking, the way that you're describing it is, like, it... It's a. It's not a softer sound, but it's it blends more. Whereas the other one would be more tingy and kind of a harder, like accented attack. I suppose is my. Am I correct in my my yeah, description? Yeah. No, you are okay. absolutely on it. This is the, this is the guy. It's a nice looking. Hello. Uh, did you you got to turn it up on the thing? Oh, no, it's actually cranked. Oh, really? Is it just going to sit on that symbol? Yep. All right. This sound gets me going. I hear what you're talking about. It's like the hit isn't like, isn't yeah. too in your face. Yeah, type in like a Zeljin like thing now. Hello? Hello? Not the right search engine. <laughs> I love that there's just like a YouTube video that just has a camera on a symbol. Yeah. Excuse Can you hear me. all the tin? Excuse me. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mariano with Guitar Center. Hello, Hello. Mariano. Thank you for joining the podcast. Say he's Mariano. Yeah. Like the grocery store. Yeah, he actually works at a Mariano's. <laughs> this is a Guitar the Center video, so maybe. Are known for their sweet, he's got crisp, two jobs. Bright sound. That's due to the unique rotary hammering process, and also to the medium and thin weights. Do you understand? Are great for many different musical styles, such as rock, metal. R&B, funk, pop music. I disagree on the funk bigly. I can I could definitely hear that bright like the bright, the comparison between the two though. Yeah. Included in this box set, you get They're playing in the acoustic guitar room too. He, they are. <laughs> I mean the acoustics in there, but I'm Tish. Man. <laughs> I wish I had a button. 
There it is. First try. That's not the one I was going for. Oh. Um. So yeah, that's that's kind of how symbols work, and I just tend to toward the dry shit because I like accenting it. Like Mar- Matt Gartska hits the symbols so goddamn much. Okay. Yeah, I can see. I can see like accents with those would be like too much. Right. Right. If you're hitting a zil- if you're hitting an A custom every, you know, three to five beats, it's gonna sound. You're not gonna hear it. You're just gonna shh. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess I never yeah. really thought of like timbres of symbols and shit like that. That's but which um, is it's my department. Well, yeah, which yeah, I, I guess it makes total sense because like, each symbol has a different sound to it. Right. That it would make sense that you'd have one that can be meatier without being punchy. Look, there's a reason. Like that one big kit I had, I had six crashes. It was all designed too. Where three on the uh, right hand side, no. Three on the left-hand side were very bright and rocky like that, and the ones on the right were all dry and accenty because I would usually do all the crazy accents with my right hand. So my right hand would be up here with these, and my left hand would be up here with these when we're playing more rocky parts. Okay, so you had so you have options. Exactly. Very nice. Yeah, very good, very nice. It's why, it's why I had two rides. One was dry, one was pingy. Okay. One hi-hat was dry, one was pingy. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. That, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, this is, nobody's ever let me plead my case for my drum set. <laughs> plead like, it. There, there was a whole reason to the whole to the entire thing and why I have so much stuff. It's not just because I like having, it is not that fun to set that up. It doesn't look like it's that fun to set <laughs> like, up. Like it used to be when I was younger, and I enjoyed creating. But now that I'm more trying to just play the same kit, it's a pain in the ass. Like I have to set up the kit again on Wednesday at practice, and I'm like, gosh darn it, I'm gonna have a kit ready for you. I can't wait for practice. Mm-hmm. It's been killing me. I love it. Yeah, five days in a row, we're going. I'm down, dude. Even if it's like a few hours, and we're we gonna just keep that keep the kit set up. And yeah, we can just jam out. We're well, gonna come I'll, up with a plan. Uh, yeah, well, let's do that right now. All actually, right. so I think day one. So five wait, days, we need a whiteboard. Where's the whiteboard? That's the workout it's whiteboard. Serious. That's whileboard supreme. That's leave, been written on there. Yeah, for like two no, years. we leave the supreme whiteboard alone. There's a tiny one right there. Week of. Uh, oh, that's that would actually be perfect. I'm very very tired. That's <laughs> Excuse me. No, no, you don't have to dig it out. It's so far away. <laughs> it's so far away. Oh, careful now. Oh, of course I'll entertain. I'm not going to eat that Heath bar because then I won't actually be entertaining. <laughs> I've been, uh, I think my turn, my, my, my turn, <laughs> my turn search, my tone search is finally done. When I, uh, last time I was over at Kyle's house, we were just messing around with stuff and the, um, settings that he had on there, like I could essentially any of the tones that I find, he's able to kind of manipulate a little bit uh, via the computer to make it, you know, like a lot of the times it's like it sounds great over speak over just my uh, what's it called, just my regular like speaker. Okay, but, but then when you play it on the recording, it sounds a little bit muddier, kind of like a bass heavy kind of thing. So he's able to kind of fuck with that. So I think we're actually good to go. I'm very glad. Me too. I do have bad news. We don't have a marker? We don't have a marker. Anywhere? We. I mean, there's some in the trunk of my car. Oh, no. Oh, no. Correct. Um. <laughs> do you think you could tell a two-minute story to a bunch of people listening without me being here? 
Ooh, that's yeah. Or do we need to take a piss? (laughs) Piss prick number two. I might be able to. Your dime, your dance floor. We, Go for it. You edit always, the show anyway. We can. I do edit the show, right. so I can always just cut this entire part out if I'll I want. I'll be listening along with the rest of the class when I uh, hear this. Yeah. You want to know how you should edit this podcast? What? You should throw it away. <laughs> this has been terrible. No, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, let me look up the actual dates for this. Because as I mentioned when you weren't here... Uh, at least I think one day should just be straight running through the four that we know already. I would like to focus on the four that we know already to make them recording ready. Oh, yes. But we have we have a bunch of days as well that we can get other things done as well. So that's March 8th through the 13th. When's the 8th? Is it a Thursday? Or a Friday? It is a Wednesday. Oh, excuse me. So... Um, I would say Wednesday and Thursday, I do have, you said you're off that whole week, right? No, not at all. I would, we would have to work it around, you know, like when I work. Oh, okay. Um, so do you know when you work? Generally in the morning. All right. So Wednesday and Thursday, I teach in the afternoon, so it would probably have to be later. It, it would be. So that would probably, I mean, we, that would be a good, like, I mean, we. Yeah, I guess we can kind of. We can. How about we do? We'll write down. We'll do like two songs for Wednesday since we we'll only have a couple hours to do it. All right. We can. Let's work on uh, tides and last call just to get those recording ready. Boom. Wednesday set. Thursday we can do the same thing with the podcast episode. Podcast episode. What are you talking about? The podcast song. <laughs> My bad. The podcast song and um i don't I, i'm gonna i'm gonna have a, a a name for these by the time that we record them but the other one the the long alternative one the long boy if you will the long one um <coughs> friday saturday sunday i'm pretty much free all day so that all depends on what you're when you're working but um assume we have pms only okay so assuming PMs only, Friday we can do a run through of those four and kind of like smooth out anything that needs to be that we think needs to be smoothed out from the days before. And then I think Saturday and Sunday should be at least not like at least diving into some of the other stuff because I, f- I feel like at this point those songs are pretty close aside from the long boy so or i'm sorry everything else is done aside from the long boy which is pretty close so i think um if we kind of cover those wednesday thursday and friday saturday and sunday we can start looking at some of the easier other songs like the doo-wop song would be a good one because it's basically just you trying to figure out how when you have to stop and how long things go um there's another pop punk song we could look at that is a pretty pretty kind of straightforward and then sunday i wouldn't mind just taking like the whole day and working on like tragedy that kind of like really progressive one 
and I guess I can also show you the drum parts for the um, the one that, the demo one that I'm releasing. Here and then Monday we review. Monday's a Monday's Monday we review, a review, day. review day. And I'm free all day Monday, so look at that. There you go. Six well, days. What a solid. The six days to change the world. What a solid whiteboard. Right. I'm gonna get a picture of that. Six days to change the world. I love that title. I think. Oh, I got. I got the sniffles. Sorry. I think. Uh, it's disgusting. I know. It's so gross. I need to just walk into the ocean. There you go. We're ready. Perfect. I will be walking into the ocean in a couple months. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, you're going to uh, California. Laguna Beach. Every time I oh, think no. about it, the uh, <laughs> the f- the trip gets longer. You're going to Laguna Beach. Yeah. Where's that? Uh, it's in Southern California. Oh, okay. That's what it is. That's what I thought. Laguna Beach. Yeah, is that a TV show? Um, yeah, it was a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna hang out with the stars. I would. You should uh, reboot the series. Laguna it's Beach. Jake's Laguna Beach. Jake's weekend. Weekend with Jake. And it's just you explaining time signatures from Dream Theater songs while sitting on a beach. That, think of that. Think of how awful I would be on one of those shows. I think not it, even awful, just like bizarre. No, it'd be the same thing as why, like when you we I kept telling you to start your like your workout influencer stuff. You don't need fluff. You're a straightforward man. You tell it as it is. You don't give no guff. There are way too many uh, fitness influencers on the planet. Yeah, I mean there are a lot of them, but and most of them don't know what they're talking about. That's. Well, the fact that you think they don't know what they're talking about means that you'd be a good candidate for one. Yeah, but like I don't want to put my head into that arena. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I just I, look. I'm trying to do less. You need to understand this. I'm trying to consolidate projects. What do you mean? I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sick of doing so many things all the time that like I'm killing projects off. So definitely the uh, the fitness influencer will have to be shelved. All right, I get you. Yeah, just leaves more room for for jamming. I but better not. You better. He wasn't listening. I, <laughs> nah, this f- motherfucker. I'm waiting for him. Waiting for the day. That's how the podcast is gonna end. When you're just gonna be like, you know, Mike. I think I'm just gonna stick with Brother Pilot. <laughs> I would end the podcast before I ended the music. Straight up. Yeah? Yeah. I'm really good at the drums. I'm not that good at this. And that's fine. I'm not complaining at all. <laughs> I know my fucking role. What, I mean, like, what, how can you... What do you mean you're not good at this? I... That, I, I just think that, like, like I said, we're just... We're I, having a conversation. I think it's... I'm glad you feel that way. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, I mean, legitimately. That's That's I, great. Yeah. It ha- it doesn't feel I it's it is a me thing, but lately it doesn't feel as, or sometimes I guess I should say I forget it's a conversation at first. I get you. Largely, I think that's because we actually introduce ourselves. I really don't think we should introduce ourselves. Yeah, I mean, at this point, probably we don't yeah. really have to. I think to. we should just hit the button and go. So, all right, we'll start doing that. Yeah. Then. Yeah, because I mean that's how that's how I've always kind of looked at it. Okay, this is just that's how I used to look at it, and then it got into my head, and for a while I look I've been looking at it like a business almost. Yeah, just I mean like, I, I don't think it's I I think if it ever got to that point, 
like if they're like if like you know if this starts turning a profit but i've never even considered that a lot of this i at least my my idea was just most of it is just for us to talk about music and then gloat about how good we are there's no we, shortage of that the, the world needs to know how good we are fuck them <laughs> <laughs> oh man humility what's that interesting maybe part of it <clears throat> was it was never really defined what oh like what, the, what yeah. we're doing what 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 what, what, what we're doing <laughs> what here. we doing right um <clears throat> how would you describe the podcast to a non-listener i thought we've talked who's I, currently I listening have I, we i thought we've talked about this before i know that you Don't said that remember. you you wanted to be like it's like like whoever's listening is like the the third person in the oh, conversation. Oh yeah, I guess we've had this conversation. Thing. Yeah, and that's a I kind of viewed it as it's just we you know we don't let that person talk ever, right? Or when there's those lulls, it's like those are the times they're supposed to speak up, but we're really rude to, and mm-hmm. we just interrupt them immediately. Yeah, like how when you're listening, maybe you don't do this, or maybe you do. When you're listening, when I'm listening to a podcast, excuse me, like <laughs> you're like you tell them, Joe, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, I'm like responding to things people are saying in these podcasts. No, I get you. And then sometimes I'll go off on my own tangent in my own head, where then I start ranting about that thing, <laughs> and then I come back in four, three or four minutes later, and we're on to a different thing. I don't think I've ever. Well, have I gotten into a rant with myself? I've, I've oh. had th- there have been stuff that I've listened to on podcasts that have made me ponder. Okay. I don't think I've. I'd use, Maybe I, it's not a rant. Maybe it's just me pondering, and I pontificate upon something for a while. Mm-hmm. You just ponder aloud. Yeah. 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 That's but it's what, not even aloud. It's just like my main focus in my head becomes the rabbit hole that I'm going down. Yeah. And then that is just background noise, and I couldn't tell you what they're talking about. I get you. And then I fall back in like a minute <laughs> later. But yeah, that's kind of how I always viewed it as. Because that also happens to me in conversations sometimes. Where you go down the rabbit hole? I get really lost and I stop, start pondering something. And for seconds at a time, I'll forget that I was supposed to be part of a conversation. See, I'll, And then I'll come back to the conversation. <laughs> the more people involved, the worse I am at it. That happens because of my ADD. There's okay. definitely, like, even times, like, during this podcast, like... Like you'll be like you're explaining something to me, and like I'll 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 be listening, and then I'll get distracted by something, and then I'll remember that you're literally explaining something to me. So I chime, come back to where I'm at. I do the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll start like just zoning out, and then I'm like, oh shit, he's talking to me too. <laughs> <laughs> and then I come back. But yeah, that's kind of how I always saw it. Like, that's it's just funny. Like us talking about music, and, and like I said, us gloating basically, because that's I mean we we. It's essentially our normal conversations, but then that's heavier, more on the music side. It's way better to think of it like that than whatever I was thinking of it as. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like, I, I mean... Truly, I'm learning. Well, well there you go. Yeah. I'm glad I can help. But yeah, I figured it's like, there's no reason... I, I, I do understand, like, cause I, at least in, in my head, the, 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 the business aspect or whatever, I that's why... I are I'm more or less into just making sure that the sound quality is good, but I also think that just carries over from the musician side is just wanting the best audio right that I can possibly give out. But other than that, that's it's okay. most of this is just checking you know, checkups on Brother Violet, us discussing our bands and then whatever we decide you know, our normal conversations. That was a really good De Niro impression you had right there. <laughs> You're talking to me? 
Um, tight business. Tight business. But yeah, I'm excited for all this uh, this music stuff. We should probably fucking should. Be. I think it'd be fun to. Oh, we should live stream. We should do like a special episode where at least one of the practices we get we live stream it, and then we'll put that audio out. We do that. We do a six day documentary, and that's a lot of work. I be I I've been honestly. I've, part of me has kind of wanted to do like not like a fucking production of whatever, but like at least document the recording process because oh it, we're gonna do that, and it's mostly for me. Like I'd put it up, but it's essentially like a lot of it is just like. I also you agree wanted- with that. It'd be cool to go back 10 years later when I'm, like, showing this to my niece. Yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. Exactly. Right. It. Like, I want to be, like, just, like, like, when you get to that point, like, when my kids don't think I'm cool. Right. Bust out the old Astrovert YouTube page. I like it. But, like, yeah. check out Daddy. Daddy had a podcast. <laughs> Dad had a podcast. And he rocks. And his and partner's dead. And <laughs> <laughs> that's why it ended. His partner's dead. <laughs> I <laughs> and you're threatening this kid. You look at you look at you look little Mikey right in the eyes, and you say he killed himself oh, because sh- of you. Oh no, <laughs> that is awful. I had you, and you ruined the show. <laughs> that is terrible. Why and would Jake I name, shot himself? Why would I name uh, my kid after me? I, that's <laughs> the worst part. <laughs> <coughs> oh no, that's terrible. That's actually and that's. I was listening to last week's episode, and I think you said that your bucket list is just to die, too. I, <laughs> I was joking. I was just laughing. So I was like, why is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, I mean, essentially, that's. <laughs> I think it would be fun to do that. The, well, we're doing it. Yeah. We could easily, we could probably mic ourselves with this shit, to be honest. Yeah, it probably would not sound that bad. Yeah. For what we're trying to do. Yeah. yeah. I'd at least be very willing to try it. Yeah, and I mean, we can easily just test it out and see how it sounds like as a like sound checks type of thing before right. going into it. Because I'm imagining like you have a microphone and then there's a microphone above like your drums or like by the drums, and then I have a mic in front of. Me. I would do mic in front of the amp, mic in front of your face, mic in front of the kick, mic in front of the snare. Well, I was well. I maybe meant, you maybe not have to mic the snare to be honest. In a small no, room. that's why. That that's why I thought if we just had like almost like a room mic, kind of like directly in front of you, right. like that might that might help. Because then, because I would I would rather you have uh, a microphone to talk a as speaking well. Because if it, if it, yeah, make it look kind of like okay. a weird like hybrid episode where the band practice episode. Yeah, the band band the band came to. the podcast yeah and then podcast we came to band practice and then probably that's way better and then that's six episodes in the bag for that we can kind of oh we're gonna do it each night i mean why not that's not a bad idea i didn't even think of it like yeah. that because each way we already have it set so it's like we're all doing we're doing something different yeah so that wouldn't i don't think that'd be a, not a bad idea at all yeah and then like i said we i've been i've been wanting to have some i've been wanting kind of wanted to do something that is like non- not not topical is the right, is the wrong word. Um, like you know how sometimes like so, uh, I feel like our podcast doesn't necessarily have like if you were to listen to older episodes, it wouldn't be like outdated. I guess because we don't talk about much of anything that really has. I feel like from time to time we do, but I don't think that's a pro- that's a bad thing. Like yeah. I still go back and listen to old episodes and I'm able to contextualize that with the time. But I I would like to have a. Uh, um, or do like not like a series of episodes, or like just have like something that we could 
uh, that can kind of be like one of those things where it's like it doesn't have anything that it just has to do with like the music. So it's like an oh, always it, sort oh of, okay, it's not part of the podcast. It's like a music series. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. It's still, yeah, but it's like a like a like an astrovert like special kind Astro, of like astrovert podcast series, special six part series. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. And then that can lead into the six days that change the world. The six days that change the world. That's right. what we'll call it. Day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six. Exactly. Um, and on day seven, Jake went to Brother Violet practice. Is actually <laughs> probably how that ends up, based on the schedule. That's so funny. <laughs> I'll have to talk to them. I'll have to switch practice to Tuesday that week. Yeah. Oh Christ! It just means I'm gonna play the drums for seven days in a row. You're gonna get nice and sore. Yeah, I actually. I, from that, I probably will. Well, I, I think it, it would probably be like more like three or four days. Because I mean, if we're only playing a couple hours, I don't want to. I don't want to piss off the parent, like the neighbors. So I don't want to go like I don't want to be jamming like super late into the evening. Right. Obviously, so like at least like that th- Wednesday and Thursday, we'll get a couple hours in. That's why I figured we can at least just run through the ones that we're most familiar with and knock them out right away. Right. But well, those other songs are pretty easy. I like. I, I'm pretty sure I've shown you all of them. I'll definitely resend it to you so you can kind of like. You for sure should get more acquainted with it. But like, you're do literally doing the on, the same th- like you're doing the same thing over and over in the duop song. It's just basically you trying to figure out where the vocal breaks and then how many solos are going to be in the. Oh, there'll part. be no problem there. Which talk to Terry and. The rhino about his horns. If any of the, if any of you lads are listening, I've heard that you are a great trombone slash clarinetist, and it would be fun to have that on the uh, the duop song, doing some solo stuff. That that is going to be a whole fucking production. Is it? I tried so hard not to swear to, and I just did it right. You were now. looking, so, yeah. You were Damn. looking. This is a very big undertaking. This song, it doesn't seem like. It's so a that's big the under- other funny part about this is I always look at this from the production side. And I'm like, damn, there's a lot of work that's going to go into this. Oh, did I, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want to struggle. I want it to be, I want it to be like the most stressful thing in the world because I know that when it's done, I will love it that much more. I'll be that much more satisfied with it. Yeah, if you would have pitched it to me like that, it's possible I wouldn't be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, it's not going to be anything on your end. It's mostly going to be me. I'm the one who's going to be doing a lot of, like... I'll pick up the vibes. So much. I'm going to be doing tons of the heavy work. Especially on the production side. And at least when it comes to, like, putting together the shit. Like, I mean, for that song alone, I'm going to have my siblings in it doing vocals. So there's seven people on the track for that. Then whoever can get a solo in. So... I know I want to do a trumpet and a guitar one. If Terry can do a trombone one, that'd be amazing. If Rob can do a clarinet one, that would be fantastic. It'd be like a nine-minute song. Well, no, no not really, because they're all going to be like, it's just going to be like your typical sort of like 12-bar bluish solos. It's going to be in and out, everything. So it's the, I think right now the song is at like three minutes. Okay. And if we were to add the other two into there, it would only be another 30 seconds. But if you play a horn, hit us up, because I want to make this a nine-minute song. <laughs> bother Mike. <laughs> I mean, we could, di- we could definitely go. The, the, the thing is, I would rather, I'd rather know who's on, and this is more why I was saying the production thing would, is going to suck for me. 
for that song in particular, I would rather know who is doing the solo parts so then I can actually work them into the song aside from the solo. So like Okay. The 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 thing only things I have recorded are the drum and the bass, but I was originally gonna do a guitar part and a trumpet part over it. Just kinda like add some accents and all that other right. whatever. But if I can get a trombone and a clarinet to Ooh, do we stuff. Can swing. Yeah, exactly. I'll have Jesus that clarinet Christ. just doing just doing going nuts while the trombone and the trumpet are just sort of like boop booping underneath, you know? Yeah. Boop boop boop. Oh, that's going to be wicked nasty. So you're saying I don't have to think about the production side. I mean, you can, obviously. Because this is going to make my life a lot easier. Like, I want you, I, you know what you're, what, I mean, I know, overall, I know what the sound, like, because the songs have been in my head for so fucking long. Right. Overall, I know how good they'll sound, but I know that you will know how to make your drums sound better than I know how to make them. That is correct. Yes. Yes. I wanted it. This is the sm- the sneakiest of previews, um, <laughs> and I need to change the beginning because every time I play it, everyone's like, "Oh, Danger Zone." I'm like, "No, I don't want Danger Zone." I, I think it's just zone. because I started doing the. Um, Are you gonna play the '80s song you were talking about? Yeah. Well, I started working on it. Oh. A little bit. I only have like the the drums and a bass part beginning because I've been trying to figure out like the guitar for it. I don't really hear Danger Zone. I, I think a lot of it is just the beginning, like that. Oh. This feels more like a like a Mega Man track right it now. It does. Which I'm fine with. But that's what I'm looking for. It's that nice driving bass. It's Kickstart My Heart Life, man. Oh, is it? It's a Motley Crue song. Well, now I gotta fucking fix that. No, I have to remember. Okay, straight eighth notes is nothing new. It's like we've been doing it for centuries. For centuries. I just gotta. That's just that's just the 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 thin layer. I've actually been struggling to find a a, a decent keyboard tone. Because there's always like a few that I'm like, oh, this isn't bad, and then when I try applying it, I'm like, oh, this isn't good. I can help you out there. Yeah, well, there's I'm good at keyboard tones. There's random like packs, like like '80s packs that GarageBand has, but then at the same time, I can always be like, yeah, I could, maybe I can just do this on like actual keyboards as opposed to, as opposed to playing it on my phone. You gotta get a tight keyboard, though. You know what I'm saying? Well, I want to get one of those. Um, what are those called? Like the Casio, something like the 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 like the one or two octave keyboards the that little, they have, like the Moog board. Yeah, he's got a Moog board. Yeah, those are nice because I don't I don't need I never really need anything to write like a giant piano piece. Right. And if I did, I that have access I to. Well, I have access to pianos, so if I ever really truly need to uh, truly madly deeply get some piano on a piece i can just be like should i use the grand piano am i gonna stop my parents for convenience you know it's just that wouldn't be an issue but for stuff like this where it's just little bass parts trying to do the drums or just like messing around it's so hard you have no idea how difficult it is to do put all these songs on my phone (laughs) like literally playing keyboards on like a 15 inch screen is the hardest thing ever so I took so long. It's to get, impressive. So I took so long to get that um, that one song finished and like set because it was just. You should get an iPad. 
I'm st- I mean, I was, if I'm going to drop that much money, I'll just get the because re- iPad would cost me what like seven oh, five. You you can get you can get an older one for four or five. Well, that that also leads into like you know I I Apple is notorious for snuffing out their old products to make you buy new ones. They um, are, but that's not going to be a problem for three or four years. For you, for that, for that one. Anything they still sell in a store, they're not going to snuff out soon. Yeah, I guess that's true. They're not animals. I mean, they are. Yeah, they are. They are. Making me buy a, a brick for my charger. Just giving me a phone with a cord. Nothing to plug it into. Yeah, dude, I really... You got to stop that shit because I'm out of bricks. I have to go buy bricks. I had to buy a brand new one. I have. Yeah. A, I had a bunch of them, but I didn't have the special one for the we do not dumb have lightning. The, right. We don't have the brick surplus that Apple thinks we have. Well, it's nice. I'm not arguing that it is because I can charge my phone in like an hour. Yeah, they're great, but, but I fucking need one. It's also one. like 50 bucks or so. Yeah. <laughs> There's Tell some... me about it, Michael. Well, Jesus I, I think that, that's kind of like it sucks that Apple is so good at the artsy side of things because they are like a I don't I don't view them as a tech company anymore. They're like a lifestyle company. Like They haven't done really much of anything innovative within the past like 10 years or so. They've just been reworking the things that Steve Jobs made. I don't disagree with that. And, I mean, maybe the Apple Watch. Yeah, but even, like, I mean, that's... He's yeah. just made the iPhone into an Apple Watch. Yeah, but yeah. that's all... It's just, it's just like, a... It's a brand now. Like, you get... It's, like, a status to have, you have Apple all the products. Shit. So. It is, I agree, and it's unnecessary, and they're far... Way, way overpriced. Yeah. You can, you can get something so much better for so much cheaper. Yeah. Android... I mean, I, I loved how customizable Androids are. Yeah, I really only switched the iPhone simply because I had been on Android for like 10 years. That's, that is the same thing that yeah. I had. And I was like, fuck it, I'll just try it out because I haven't tried it since, the, you know, the early 2010s. Yeah. But. And it's fine. I'll probably have this for a few years. Maybe I'll go back after that. I think I might. Yeah. I haven't decided yet. I haven't really. <laughs> Big old yawn. <laughs> I haven't even really thought about it. It's because you're sitting down, man. You're getting too comfy. I am getting too comfy, but... Start doing squats. My body hurts. My body's telling me no. And my mind's telling me no as well. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, uh, I, I like, like, realistically, like, I love the fact that I could just mess with stuff on GarageBand, and mm-hmm. then it came for free. Hey. So that is a big selling point, at least for me, which is funny because it has nothing to do with the phone. It's just the program that's on the phone. Right. Um... Yeah, I haven't just really decided yet. I just, I like, I just never, I never liked um, recording programs on yeah. Windows. Like this, the Studio One that I'm using is okay, but it isn't as intuitive as like something like Logic Pro because that is, you know. So that is the interesting thing is every engineer I've ever worked with has used a MacBook. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Most yeah. people, most people. Logic Pro is like the st- the industry standard at this point. And watching the young man yesterday work, oh my god! Watching somebody work Logic is like watching somebody play an instrument. It's fascinating. Yeah, like they're they like especially there's if so many hotkeys. Yeah, doing so many things at the same time. I'm like, how are you doing this? Oh, when I watch Kyle edit stuff, it's fa- yeah. it's very it's very it's like watching how uh, the early 2000s thought hackers were. 
Yeah. You know, just like rapidly typing on like the keyboard and like moving the mouse around. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. Oh all, my god. Yeah. All day yesterday. I just want you just looking for that. Dun dun Do we need another hacker? Have you seen? My favorite misrepresentation of that was NCIS, where somebody was hacking into their system, so their hacker person tried hacking back, but the hacker was being too good, so another person got on a different keyboard and tried to assist hack, and I'm like, this is not how computers work. (laughs) I mean... Uh, it was the greatest. So many action shots. The camera didn't hold still at all. Right, they make it, it look really action even. Like, pan, these people yeah, are just typing. Pan by frantic typing. Right. <laughs> these people are doing something that literally everybody does every day. Yeah, right? Oh. I'm freaking out about it. The thing I wanted to tell you. Yeah, what do you want? Um, I went to, not Wisconsin this one weekend, but I went to Gurney to the Great Wolf Lodge. And it was fun. Tight. Yeah. Okay. I the I will say, uh, me and Colleen went up to go visit uh, George, my buddy George and Sarah. They were down there with their kid for uh, um, just vacation, and they they both were like, "You guys got to come down here and play Magi Quest, which is like some sort of interactive wizard game where like like I have a wand now that." when it has an infrared on it and essentially around the entire um the entire hotel it's like a scavenger hunt there's like kiosks that give you quests and you have to go around and find things and you'd point the wand at it and it would like interact with it and stuff there's something like this at six flags wizard quest yeah yeah i that, I, I think it's the same exact I think thing it's the, it sounds like it it was a lot of fun i will say the only thing that was kind of a bummer about it was the fact that there's You're no also curse. Well, oh. well, yeah, <laughs> but the um, well, George mentioned he's like I can't believe that the Harry Potter people didn't just buy this company outright and then just make all this Harry Potter stuff. They really should, and uh, they probably will. Yeah, now that we mention it, right? Uh, the um, the thing that sucked about it though is they have one at the Dells, and it apparently it is like its own building. But this is spread around the entire hotel, and it's like two floors. So you're like, it was, you know, us as adults with a child running around with wands, telling other kids to move out of the way so I can open up the chest, you know, and like, we, it was because it was just a madhouse there. You guys didn't get arrested? No, that's part of like everyone was like. Oh, I thought you was running through this hotel. There were people staying. No, that's like yeah, there are people staying there. There was an indoor water park that was also attached to that with an arcade. So like there was a there was just people everywhere, but other people were also playing this game. Okay, but like this is something that's known. Yeah, so that's that's that was the one thing I did like about it is like the fact that like if like in the one in the Dells, the people that are in there are playing that game, whereas this is like. You know, there's just kids running around because they're going to the water park or they're checking in or just, just there's a dance party that's going on. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that good. It was. I have a dance party. It's great. I don't know. So George, George is a television director up in Wisconsin. And both me and him were were complaining because they did the like dance off and the read alongs. And like the per- people who were running sound did not know how to run sound. 
it was like, and I apologize for people. When they were talking, you know, it's like, they're too close to the microphone. And it's just like uh, super. They don't know how to talk into a microphone. Yeah, and like the volume was turned up too loud. And there's just like, you couldn't understand a word they were saying the whole time. <laughs> they were, they we went up there to bring the, their kid, his kid over to like story time. And like a couple minutes in, it's like, we can't even understand what we're saying. Let's just go. Right. <laughs> Shit. <clears throat> So do you like doing activities like that when you vacation and take trips, or do you like relaxing? I'm I'm much more of a relax kind okay. of person. I, I know that not everyone's like that, and I'm game to do things like that. But if I were to set a percentage, I would definitely rather relax like 70% of the time and then do some of those activities, I suppose. Okay. But yeah, when usually very like, good, very nice. I mean, I, I feel like I do too much as is when I'm not on vacation. So when I'm on vacation, why would I want to schedule a bunch of things to do? The problem is I'm, I'm so uptight and schedulely about everything that I also schedule everything on vacations. Really? Yeah. Because I want to, I want to get the most out of my time and do a bunch of crazy shit. Except like next vacation I go on, no sir. When I, when I go to California, I'm sitting on the beach. Yeah. My home is on the beach. I'm going to walk across the street to the beach, and I'm going to sit there. That's That sounds ideal. And then one day, I'm just going to drive down to San Diego and do the same thing. No, it was, that was like as at, I, when I went out to Colorado. I mean, we did a lot of hiking and stuff, but some of my favorite parts were just sort of like... Vibing. While we were hiking, yeah. Just sitting by myself on like a cliffside. Yep. Yeah. Staring at the ocean. Because I, I think it's because I don't get enough of that. Yeah. I don't get enough, like... Because there's not a single good view in this or state. or, like, yeah. Because there's, a, you know, everything is always kind of kind of moving. Hustly, bustly. And not even, like, just just how, like, society is, but, like, in general, like, in my life, there's always, like, I'm always kind of, like, doing something. There's there's times where, like, you know, I You're finally get my to language right relax now. and play some video games, but, like... Usually when it when it kicks into high gear, it really goes. So I don't necessarily get those moments. Plus, I don't know, this might be just be like a psychological thing, I guess. If like with my uh, my roommates, like I don't truly feel like I have the house to myself if there's someone there, even if they're like in their room on the other side of the house. Okay, you know. So then that, I still have this like not not like not like. Uh, anxious or like this like alertness to it but it's like i know that it's an awareness to it though yes and You're, so there's somebody else in the house yeah and so that uh, that kind of like doesn't really i can't properly be put into that ease unless that's not the case I understand. even though it did, like there's no interaction right at all you know yeah no, I, I completely i completely understand that feeling yeah but i think i think that's just i think i'm just more not an isolated person but i like as like growing up with all those kids, it's so much. And I I, I never really had that sort alone of time. Peace and quiet. Yeah, it's like yeah. my favorite my favorite nights were those like like I always tell people I like the winter, but I think everyone misconstrues it that like that when it's like negative thirty and they're like, ooh, you like the winter, Mike? And it's like that's not the winter I like. Right. I, I like when it's like thirty to twenty degrees and like heavy snowfall, but very little wind because that. Is truly the most silence I've ever experienced because that snow really dampens the sound around everything. 
So at night when it's snowing that heavy, heavy, it's just it's bliss. I, I it's like that is my like my happy place. Maybe that's why I like snow so much. I love when it snows. Yeah, I want I want it to snow every day. I don't like driving in it. I don't either. I don't, but I don't. Care. I don't mind shoveling it. But like in general, like that that kind of snowfall. That's that's really like my ideal sort of setting because, like I said, I don't know if I'm sure the snow absorbs the sound, but it definitely just feels like like it's quieter. But it's not an uneasy silence. Right. It's a peaceful silence. Yep. Yeah. I don't get that enough. I do. You are speaking. My exact language. I know what's up. That's why I was saying, like, you sitting on that beach just doing nothing, that's perfect. Because that'll be nice. Hopefully there won't be anyone around, so you can just listen to the waves. Right. Because that would be pretty peaceful, too. I accept, like, seagulls. But that's very, seagulls like... Seagulls are balls. Are, they're seag- no, they're, those dudes are cool. They'll come through. They'll come through. You sit there, have a cigarette with them, and <laughs> get them I, on their way. I get that's right. Seagulls are pretty heavy smokers. They are. <laughs> they're Marvel Reds, man. That's, that's too much for Jesus. me. I know. It's like, I don't know what that's like. I don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. That sounds. That sounds like a nice vacation. It fucking better be. That's kind of what I was hoping. If we end up doing something for my birthday, what to do? What I want to do? Because I don't really like. I I want to do stuff, but then there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to really do anything. And if there was a t- ever a time where me not wanting to do something is like i can you know de- not demand it but like you can demand it it's my birthday right. let's just like go up to michigan and just relax right. yeah just hang out for you know whatever but again that goes back to how many people are going i gotta figure that out yeah because i'm not looking up rent on a mansion for the weekend but how is like 20 people but if you get 20 people to go, think of the mansion you can get. I can get a pretty sweet mansion. Right. There's some pretty nice stuff out there. I'll mm-hmm. tell you. I'll tell you what. I bet. Um, the what, the place that we stayed at last time was really nice. That's actually, like, I'm keeping that as an option in mind. Because that can fit a lot of people. There's, okay. like, five bedrooms. Four of them have, like, king and queen. Have, like, a two of queens, two of kings. And then one of them has two bunk beds. Okay. So that can fit. A decent amount of people, and the smaller ones can stay in the bump beds. It's understood <laughs> that I will take the king size bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You might have to, depending on how many people there, you might have to bunk up or cuddle up next to me. I will throw everybody out of that bed. I'm a heater. It will turn into the Royal Rumble, oh. and I will knock everyone out of that bed. Nice, confidently. Don't you, you just you just threw the gauntlet down? Confidently, I'll, I'll expect it. <laughs> I'll expect it. I'll be the I'll be the sore loser that you throw me out of the bed, and I'll come back in and All throw right. you out of the bed, and then whoever's refing the match is going to be like, "You're out of here! You're out of here!" So then we can feud later on at Survivor Series. Okay, and then I'll put the ref in a triangle. Yes, for good measure. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. You got to get your heat, man. Right. How else are you people going to boo you? That's a good point. You, I gotta, th- yeah, you know what? I'm sure your friends can find a way to boo me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that hard. Cheap, cheap heat, man. <laughs> it's cheap heat. Plus, you take out the ref, that ref is gone forever. I, we watched the, um, what was on this weekend? Elimination Chamber? You tell me. I don't know. I just, I like stopped watching WWE, but they I Scooby was watching it yeah on Sunday and I was checking out some of it and like 
the joke is like ref bumps, right? It, when uh, <laughs> the wrestlers can like finishers mean nothing anymore. Like Lesnar did like three or four of his finishers and he still lost. That's so lame. But like um, the idea is like uh, if a wrestler takes a, uh, a finisher mid card and lower, you can probably beat him with one. Anyone above you have to hit multiples unless they're, unless you do it on the ref on which that ref is out for like a week. And, what the fuck? And only because like this in this match twice, two separate, two separate, or there are two separate times where the ref got knocked around. And the Lesnar match, Lesnar did his finisher on the ref because he got disqualified for like kicking the guy in the nuts. Okay. Lesnar uh, did. Lesnar did. Okay. Yeah. So then he just he he did his finisher on the ref, and we're like, oh, that guy's out for like a week and a half. Dick shot and for then no reason. Beat up the other guy, put him through a table, then pulled the ref back out and did his finisher again on top of the broken table. And I was like, that guy shouldn't have a job anymore. Like, in storyline, he should be dead. Right. <laughs> right. He's got a problem. <laughs> right. But that's but like it's it, it's it's always it's this is stupid science because it doesn't make any sense and nobody follows logic at all anyway. I was complaining about how referees should figure out two separate tempos for when they when they do their their counting. Okay. Because everybody has a different feel to it and I think it would benefit more for the wrestlers if they like let's say let's say like their normal count is like like at a, like a one, one two. Yeah. I, I I argued you have two. You have your normal counting. And you have your uh, I'm an injured ref counting because that's the dramatic like, like what? he's struggling to even do it. Yeah. So two. like have it said, it's like, like your normal count's gonna be at like 135, and then your slow count's gonna be at like 85. It's like a dirge. Yeah. So then the wrestlers can just listen to music that has that same tempo and get used to that rhythm. So then when they're playing the match, they don't have to stare at the goddamn ref waiting for him to hit the three count so they can kick out right away. They can just feel it, you know? That's smart. That's, like, one of my least favorite things. Like At least make the, ta- the, cu- the count consistent amongst refs so the wrestlers know what they're kind of up against. Yeah, because I, I, and this is, you know, the whole idea of it is the suspension of disbelief. Like, right. I, you're supposed to believe this shit is happening, but, like, when I see a guy take a huge move, puts in, gets put in a pin, and he's just, like, looking up, staring at the ref's hand, it just takes me out of it, where it's like... Yeah, when you notice shit like that? Yeah. Because you watch it for so long, at that at a certain point, you just start to notice stuff like that. It's like how when you get the script to the NFL season before the season. Like, like because it's rigged? Did you miss those memes? Because it's rigged? It's not actually rigged, but, right. like, that was a big thing online. Because Arian Foster, uh, he's a former running back, and he made he made a joke about the NFL being scripted. And he said, yeah, they'd leave the script in my locker every every training camp. <laughs> and he was just kidding. So then um, the internet ran with it and got wild and thought it was real. And NFL players have been, have been like, really playing it up now. Like, the <laughs> entire Pro Bowl, you could hear people, like, with the on-field field mics going, hey, hey, man, that's not in the script. <laughs> it's great. That's pretty funny. <sighs> so. Que paso. Yeah. Que paso. 
Oh, you know what? I have a, a music recommendation. I have to pull up the uh, the name of the band though, because it just sort of it's actually the first. Because I th- I feel like I feel like Colleen had a special like um, mission to herself to get me to like TikTok artists, and she finally got me with one. Wait, I missed one. Pull it up. This guy's name is Ian Mc- Ian McConnell. Oh, I don't know what your password is. Mitch's son, it's none of your goddamn business. Then just type it in. <laughs> Mitch McConnell? <laughs> no, Ian McConnell. Uh, the song in particular is called "Episode Four Important." <laughs> Ian McKellen. Uh. Fuck it. There it is. The song made me laugh. Is this one of those guys that did the four chord band? I don't know. The axis is awesome. He looks like Benny. Um, no, I think he's pretty young. That band's kind of old, isn't it? Aren't they? Are they? I don't do. I don't know. Pops. Yeah, it's really good. The, the lyrics are hilarious. You could write a comedy, a comedic song like this. Dude, sometimes, so they play Bo Burnham's special at Target, his DVD one. Oh, really? They like play, uh, yeah, they like play a trailer of it. I love, I, I'll just stand there and watch it sometimes. I was just, because cause I'll be walking through, I'll be walking around. And then I just hear, welcome to the internet. <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking around, I'm like, who is this for? Nobody gets this. Like, I, I, when, when she was showing me this, like, I like this song a lot because uh, it, I, uh, what was what was I saying? You're Dude. a negative bastard. This is very optimistic. Well, no, this is not necessarily optimistic. It's talking about how we're so insignificant that people really shouldn't care as much. Whoa, this would be good for me, wouldn't it? See, <laughs> isn't that great? Nothing matters anyway. This piqued my interest. Um, dance game. We don't dance. have to listen to this. I just want to watch it in the background. Oh, that's fine. Uh, so, but no, I was because I, I that appealed to me because I, like, I've always been. I feel like I've had and had a hard time trying to find my writing voice because I don't really do lyric stuff that much. Okay. And the the Albatross song, it's like was very like on the heavier side. But I've always been more, I guess, personality-wise, maybe more like sarcasm. Oh, we absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And like, and and like, that's what I liked about that was like, it had that like, it was it was funny, but it was like he was just being. It was like a lot of like just really sarcastic kind of like interest, you know, weird sort of lyrics, I suppose. I actually usually hate that though, and the reason is because I really enjoy writing lyrics, and I don't get the option to a lot. I don't get the opportunity to a lot. So I feel like every time there's this like there's these unserious lyrics, these like jokey lyrics, it's like man, that was an opportunity I could have wrote some dank. I could I could I could have exercised some demons. Well, I don't I don't necessarily because even there's we got an- some demons. To there's slay. A, there's another there's another song that he does that I really like called Friends, mm-hmm. and uh, and and like the lyrics are like like they're they are kind of goofy. Like some of them are like. 
like the most of the verses are saying like I wish and then followed by something like like I wish coffee made my teeth whiter. I wish Amazon was less evil. Okay. I wish guys can come more than once. <laughs> but, then, but then but then the um the chorus talks about or the chorus is like I wish that we were still friends and then goes into this like kind of deep it, it it gave me a very death cab vibe which I've always, oh. when I listen to death cab a lot of hit, a lot of the lyrics at least to me always seem like this weird kind of journey that only starts to make sense once it's coming together and once it comes together towards the end where it's like this is you what need all the pieces to tell yeah, the story yeah like we'll get and to a certain point and then it's like this is okay this is what like now it makes sense what he was singing about like all yeah. these things are and that's kind of how that song was where like even when she played it for me first couple lines i'm like I fucking love this. And then like right as that chorus hit, I was like, oh, this is a really sad song. Yeah. And I love that. I, I thought it was so, I, I love that turn. And like, it was just very clever. And that's that's the uh, clever writing, I guess. Absolutely. Where I wouldn't want to write jokey, really. I would want, okay. if I were to go jokey, it would have to have a meaning, you know? If I were to go, I would never go jokey with music. If I really ever wanted to make, make a, um, a, like a joke song and record it, I would just go do an open mic night and do stand up because me talking is going to be far funnier than me doing music. Oh no, I never meant like I'm going to uh, write a song like Tenacious D. I know. Like, okay, I, don't okay. even, I don't even consider that like comedy writing. Like it's funny. No, no, no. I wasn't referring to that. Yeah, but that I don't mean it like specifically. Like I guess like uh, like Fall Out Boy would be a good example. Like their lyrics are very like there's a lot of like symbolism that's involved in like a lot of just. Not necessarily like out there stuff, but it is just very like different. It's they're they're being they're using more more like examples to sort of uh, give or tell the story as opposed to being like I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, do, 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 do. Oh no, this is a, this is a different um, band. My one of my favorite lines from this band: "You, me, and everyone we know." song is called the next 20 minutes okay and it's talking about singing about a breakup and like or like the aftermath of a breakup and one of the lines was uh uh oh oh god it's like now someone else it's kind of kind of like like stabby because it was like uh someone else has taken off the clothes that you once bought me and then he's like and then he's like i realized like that your love is like a bus i may miss you but i know more will come Yikes. Like that kind of stuff Damn. I like because it's like it's, you know, I understand what he's talking about, but he's giving okay. it's more wordplay that kind of is involved than just saying like, I'm going to find someone else. Right. It's, you know, adding a little bit to it. I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of pop punk. It's not really pop punk. That's like alternative kind of indie rock yeah. shit that I listen to that will do that. Yeah. And it's it's definitely I feel like it's a it, that style of writing is way more on the like not top 40 end okay like stuff like the stuff on the top 40 is so straightforward some of the um lesser known eh, maybe not even lesser known there are some dave matthews band songs that he gets he lyrically i think he's fucking brilliant yeah i'm trying to think other other favorite lyricists maynard for sure who? Tool. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tool's lyrics are fucking great. Um, 
Maynard's just a super intelligent dude. He's fun to listen to talk. So I was a big fan of uh, Jason Lancaster for a while. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, early Mayday Parade. Early Mayday Parade and like the first Go, Go Radio. Radio. Ooh, first two. First two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Go, dude, Go Radio is my shit. Yeah, Good Night Moon is like still one of my like top ten, top twenty favorite songs. Um, I would say that about any other heart. That one's that one's pretty good. Yeah. If it was going off of that, there's actually the the album afterwards I really like too. Yes, we could get into this. Yeah, his that whole story was very interesting because I'm pretty sure he like he left Mayday Parade because he, of his wife. Like he wanted to spend time with more of his family, and then he started Go Radio. Yes, but then that actually like broke up his family. Right. I'm good at Dabu D Dabu Die. All right. I have a piano version of I Won't Lie on uh, my SoundCloud. Oh, dude, we got to hear that. I fucking love I Won't Lie. All right. This is SoundCloud.com slash Mike Ream. I I think I I did it. (laughs) What is that? (coughs) I did... um, uh, I was basically testing out because I downloaded the SoundCloud app on my phone. And I just wanted, I was like, oh, this would be a good time to, like, you know, do stuff. So it should be, it should just say piano test. Yeah. I just kind of plop that thing on top of the, like, on top of the thing, just sort of, like, came up with a piano melody for it. Whoa. Yeah. That's tight. I, I, that's another reason why I want to get piano. I kind of, I really... I want to get back into like playing. Oh yeah. Oh my god! I also didn't know I knew all the words to this song. <laughs> it's such a good song. Yeah, it's so good. So he's one of my favorite lyricists. It good call. This recording isn't the best, but I was just like, hey, I'm young man. This is one of the coolest album covers, do-overs yeah. and second chances mm-hmm. I've ever seen. What is what is this? What is this? I know they were doing shit. Oh, they have a new single out. We we gotta listen to it. No, close the distance was also tight. Oh, oh no, relax. Baltimore and go to hell. You know, for the longest time, I thought this guy was like from Ireland, because he has he has such a strange accent on his voice. He does. That when I learned he's just from like Pennsylvania, I was like, what the? F- I Dude, felt betrayed. Pennsylvania <laughs> Dutch people sound wild. You should I don't listen think to he's Matt Nagy talk. I always thought that he was like, I, th- I always thought he was Irish. Okay. He had that like Irish kind of tone to him. Did you know, oh god, there is a disease called <laughs> What? <laughs> is it like that thing where you go a, you go abroad for like two weeks and you come back with like a Scottish accent and you're like, um, I must have picked it up while I was there. The the syndrome is called foreign accent syndrome, but it is not like from traveling somewhere. You just like there's a guy who just he's got a specific brain tumor and so he's just speaking in an Irish accent. He can't help himself. Really? Yeah. That sounds like one of the more fun ailments to have. Yeah, I would love to just, like, have everybody accept that I talk like an Australian. Right. Right. Well, they tell you. Mm. Today. Man, 
Today in the Astrovert Podcast, we're going to listen to some music. I meant to ask... Uh, we're going to fight off a tango. The guy doing... The engineer for the for Brother Violet, um, he what? was from Britain, and I wanted to ask him if he thinks, like... like I've always wondered if... Like, for instance, the accents in Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Are they really good or are they crap? Uh, you know, I think, I feel like we might have talked about this. Um, do you, th- do you think, I think that if it's a, like an American accent or if it's an American trying to do a British accent, it always sounds worse than a British person trying to do an American accent. Okay. Because we overshoot it. We do. Because we're not serious people. Ooh, listen to that. That's that that sultry voice on that. I remember. Your voice is nasty. I, I distinctly remember like the part that's like, please don't ever let that part. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this right now, so I just cut it. <laughs> I know. Which is good because I'm pretty sure it sounded like garbage, like what I had originally, and I was like, all right, we'll keep it like this. Oh, that says good night, moon. I know. Mm-hmm. I want to know what's going on there. If they re-recorded oh, it, in oh, it is 2019. Yeah, 2019. They just re-recorded it. Hello. Uh, it's on. <laughs> Sorry, all my all all my songs have ads from Taco Bell afterwards. Good for you, that's a good get. <laughs> oh, okay. I want you. No, I don't know if you know anything about this. I do have a. Um, uh, I love when people start sentences off like that. Okay, good. It happens to me all the time. I don't know if you know anything about this. Yeah. Um, I have a, a. If you want to bring up the SoundCloud again, I actually really enjoy it. Oh, I have a. No. I have a, um, a. A Pokemon song that I wrote as an intro to when initially Rival Gary was starting. And it would just be the stuff that we played um, originally. But it is also the highest thing that i have so thus far go up a little bit more the second one like yeah like this song in particular now do you think this is i don't know i but i was gonna ask do you think this is distinctive enough to where i could put it up as like a cover and not get in trouble for it oh i would put i would take the chance yeah yeah i've seen more egregious covers far more Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll do that then. Because I have people. Some have... of my favorite songs are just incredible covers. Like I've played it, I think before. Ellery Ward doing the reprise in Joanna in uh, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I. That I... absolutely pops. Also has a lot to do with Nintendo because they're very they're very weird about they're their products. They're very litigious. Yeah. I have nothing to do with the making of that song. <laughs> My attorneys have advised me to announce that publicly. See, and something like this isn't bad because I'm—it's not being monetized or anything. Right. That's why. That's why we're allowed to do whatever we want is because we don't make any money. But if we did, but we'd if, be in a lot of trouble. But that's a, that's it. If I were to put this up, it would then be on Spotify and all that other places, and I would get revenue from the streams. But I mean, like fractions of the cent, but it would still be there. And I know that they have like options to for like copyrighted things, but I don't know if this is actually just because like the 
like melody is the, from the game, but I like mess with it. Like I don't know how that works. That's why I guess what I was like, I don't know if you know this, but do you think that this would be bad if I put that up on Spotify? No, I have seen like shit. Let's look. Let's pick a random cover of it. Um, watch this. <laughs> watch this. Watch me now. No. I was working. I was working on stuff. Like I could literally use any of these videos. I just want to look at. I just want to like a watch a really cool one. Anything by Luke Holland. Luke Holland's tight. Oh, there's an hour oh, last night. Okay, like how is how do they how are they allowed to do this? We are headed out on tour this hey, hey, March hey. and April. Sold out. I would go to see him. Well that's why. Like they they probably aren't making any money off of the cover. See he's using dry symbols. Okay. These symbols are tight. Those, are, their amps are, dude. These guys know what's going on. Oh yeah, they've been they've been rocking this cover game for a long time, and it's they definitely like know what to do. Cause they, I mean, they still release original music too. So like, oh, they, they go, yeah, they go on tour like supporting an album, and then do like a handful of the cover songs as well. So you have the people. How who are, are they as a original band? They're not bad. Okay. It, they're kind of. They're kind of. They're like on the heavier side. It's very like. Um, um, I guess like yeah. I guess you're you're typical more post hardcore ish than okay. like metal, but they definitely have their like heavy stuff. I don't know, but that that's not the. the Oh my! I don't like. There this. we go. I hate when they put the screams. On. Oh, that's my favorite part, though. Oh, I, that's the good stuff. But again, it's like if you're doing a cover of a song, I would much rather it be something like I'd rather it sound like you know what. Oh, I'm your fine sound. with all of that. I just don't like screaming vocals over cool parts over cool vocal parts like that. I'd rather hear the it sang that way than screamed. Because I just prefer singing to screaming. I get you. I'm not crazy about screaming. I was just, uh, I've never heard this song before. This is just an original. I wanted to hear them. I think it's an original. Yeah, no, no. I would have totally fucking gone to this. I, is this a cover? No. Original. It sounds like it would be a cover. Oh, shit. What you've done? Let's get it away from What me. did you do? Oh. This is a lot lighter than I was expecting. Young man's tattoo is pretty tight. I see. I like that kind of screaming too. Yeah, that no, that shit I love. <laughs> come, come, come. 
They got a lot of Lincoln Park in them. Heavy Lincoln Park. Uh, yeah, I can kind of hear that. Lincoln Park just sort of just like set the road for that shit. They though. did. Did you hear the new single? Lincoln Park single? ran so they can fly. Well, not new single, but they put out, they're doing their 20 year for Meteora. No. Uh, and they put out a single of an unreleased track from that album that has uh, Chester on it. Really? It's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. That's tight. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, it's definitely, it's really good because it's like him and like that's horrible like what happened but oh, like it makes me want to cry but like part of me is like yeah I get why that's not on Meteora because it was like it had a, it definitely had like an older album feel to it like okay. more hybrid theory ooh ish yeah songs like Crawling or Paper Cut like the old deep cuts oh yeah dude yeah good stuff good stuff I saw Linkin Park live with Incubus. That would have been amazing. We all went to see Incubus. We were all big Incubus fans. And I I've, I don't know if I've ever been more blown away at a concert by somebody. Like, Linkin Park was so talented live. It was maybe the most fun concert I've ever been to in my life. Sorry. Lessons. You're all right. Information. Protect your bread at all costs. Everything is all shifting around. Well, I have to go to out to uh, not to derail the conversation. I have to go out to St. Charles on Tuesday or Thursday for you do? work training. What are they going to train you to do? That's well, for. I thought the <laughs> not lessons. Oh, that's what I thought. I was like, wait, how are they going to teach you? Yeah, this, they're switching up the teaching game. Right. We got to get changing music. Learn a new method. They added a new letter. <laughs> oh oh no. no! They brought that H. Right. It's going to throw everybody off. Christ. Oh no. Did you know there was an H? There was, huh? There no. was an H. Tell tell your story. Uh, it's something I learned in music history. It was before like the music, written music as we knew it today. An H would have technically been a B flat. Really? Mm-hmm. Aren't there like eleven notes in in Indian scale? I believe some shit like that. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah, there's an odd. No- it's a weird odd number. Mm-hmm. That guy's just fun. I learned, I liked I like learning about all the the like interesting stuff about music and then it also taught me that like Gregorian chant was just like the worst thing in the world. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's really cool for atmosphere, but like that was what they listened to. Like imagine Ugh. listening to that all the time. It's terrifying. Yeah, no. Pull I'm it gonna, up. No, don't can. please don't. I, I just want to know what a minute of this feels like. I do not want to we can't end the podcast on Gregorian chant. Well, then we're chant. not gonna end it. Oh, it's going for on forever. It's gonna have to. It's going to have to. We can't end it on Gregorian Three chant. Three hours of Gregorian chant? That sounds like a goddamn nightmare. I don't... All right, as you were. This isn't Gregorian chant. Okay. Because this is not terrible. There's... No. But there's, for two hours... There's too much... Like, Gregorian chant has, like... There's very... Yeah, no, this definitely is not it. The That's probably more of what we were just listening to. Like, old school Gregorian chant had, like, very, like, um... What, like 1500s? One word, one word melodies that would kind of move around very much. It's all the Yeah, I guess, well, I guess all of them were going to be Catholic because you were murdered if you were doing... Right. Non-secular music. Right, I don't know what else you want. 
I mean, we don't have to listen to it at all. That's I, that's I what need I want. to know what this feels like. I mean, this is pretty much it. Okay. I see. This kind of slaps. It's good for like he's going off a thirty second intro. Let him go off. Who me? You, yeah, no. Nah. Let the man let the man sing his song. For no, Christ has put no, a song that's fine. on all hey, of us. Hey man, for for ninth century music, right? Good on them. This is organized. God damn it. This seems this still seems less organized than what I experienced, but it was also like a while. The like I listened to it a long time ago. So my see, look at that. We didn't even make it a minute, and you were worried. <sighs> well, yeah. That I was going to let that go on for the rest of the show. I mean, did I consider it? Yeah, I knew that's why. It but was the longer <laughs> it went on, the creepier it was. That's what I mean. It's really good atmosphere, like music. Like if you're in a dark chamber. Oh, I could definitely tell. That's why they eventually started touching kids. They started doing that first. <laughs> they evolved from that, of course. Oh God! <laughs> Absolutely, open and shut case, Johnson. Open and shut case, Johnson. <laughs> I listen to that shit and think something odd's not going to happen. Yeah, man. In that, that chambers? Was also, that was also back then that, like, again, like, if you were to play a tritone in your song, you would be murdered because that's the devil's chord. That's intense. Yeah. How many people knew the devil's chord, though? No, that's just, like, it's, like, that, that particular, not necessarily, like, you know, grindcore, like... No, I know I know that, but, like, how many people knew music well enough to be like, oh, those are the chords of the devil. But that's the thing. Like, any sort of dissonance was, oh, frowned, so was, was completely frowned okay. upon. Yeah. That's why when you hear most of, like, Beethoven, Mozart, even, like, older stuff, a lot of it is major key, very happy kind of thing. That's outside of like, and that's even leaning further away from when that was like actually like allowed and whatnot. Because we took the H out of Christ and music. Yeah, we replaced it with a flat. We did. That wasn't bad. No, not at all. 